0: Listening to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson. As always, thanks for tuning in. We talk a lot on this show about what's at stake in elections. And this November, there's going to be a lot on the line. But we often talk more about what candidates are focusing on in order to get votes as opposed to what they should be talking about. What are some of the next critical issues that Congress and the president should be addressing in the coming years? Crane's Detroit Business this week published a series of six essays about some of those issues. And our next guest wrote an essay about how Michigan's mistakes in cities like Flint and Detroit should be informing a new approach to urban strategy. I want to welcome Anna Clark. Detroit based freelance journalist and author of the book, The Poisoned City Flint's Water and the American Urban Tragedy, to Detroit today. Anna, great to have you here.
1: Good morning. How are you?
0: Yeah, great. So uh, you write in your essay that Michigan has hard won experience that should inform a national urban agenda, especially now as COVID 19 and racial justice protests reveal municipal precariousness in a new way. Talk about how you envision Michigan's role in forging this new agenda
1: well it's true we do have a lot of hard-won experience um, but I think that is exactly why I think we have a lot to um, bring to a a national urban agenda that is life-affirming and that puts uh, people's essential needs or that is basic human rights right at the very center and so one one example of that is might be um, for example, the um, investing in uh, getting rid of our uh, lead pipes that deliver drinking water all across the nation in all kinds of communities um, this is at, in the wake of the Flint water crisis we uh, Michigan did adopt uh, stricter than national standards for testing drinking water and has a mandate for communities to get rid of its lead pipes over the next two decades, which is great. Um, and it's an investment in public health, it's an investment in education, it's an investment in infrastructure resilience um, and economic development. I would love to see a national urban agenda that takes that even further um, and improves upon it to the point that um, um, all our communities have, can trust that their drinking water is not coming through a pipe built out of one of the world's best-known neurotoxins. Yeah,
0: yeah. So uh, when we talk about these things, I always – come back to the idea that it, it seems that we don't have any national urban strategy now. It's not that we need to change the strategy so much as I think we need to have one. And it's been a long time since, at the federal level at least, we've seen that kind of leadership.
1: I think that's true. And, and it's a little bit disheartening because it does, it, I mean, I think there's this idea that um, urban policy is, sort of by definition a local issue. Um but that makes the mistake of thinking that um these that our communities exist in a vacuum, you know. I mean, but cause and effect doesn't end at like the municipal borders, right? It's all integrated together. Um and um and we've seen this, you know, and sometimes our strategies to respond to our hardest hit communities. I mean, our Michigan's model with emergency managers is sort of, you know, like based on the idea that you can solve it, you know, purely by working within, you know, the local boundaries mm-hmm. you know, and have just having a lot of power to act. But as we've seen um, in Michigan, actually, that isn't that effective in solving our chronic um, urban challenges. And you need a more integrated state and national uh, response to make sure that our basic needs, our basic rights are being um respected yeah uh
0: do you see anyone at the national or local level uh, embracing this in a way that's different from the past are there candidates that people should be taking a look at and saying well you're somebody who's actually got a strategy and maybe could get it uh affected
1: you know if we're in, in terms of like you know Candidates for executive office for president, I I don't know because it, it it isn't talked about too much. Um, I mean, the the national figure that first came to mind when you brought this up is one of your um, regular guests, Congressman Dan Kildee, who does often talk about mm-hmm. urban policy um, and how cities exist in as part of an ecosystem, as a part of a broader ecosystem that we need to um, be uh, addressing if we're going to be having any meaningful response meaningful impact in people's lives but um i think it is a gap and i think and i think sometimes people take issues that are are champions of issues that would that that are sort of in effect um in uh, a a meaningful urban policy but like it's not always framed as such um and, and that's interesting because we are in a year where municipal um the vulnerabilities of cities is like really in the spotlight. I mean, every community, every community has been really hard hit by the way the pandemic has affected their, um, city budgets, their, their, their community life, their schools, their, their economies, the, 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 the protests are, 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 have been revealing, uh, longstanding inequities, bringing them right to the forefront. Um, if there's ever been a time for a meaningful, coherent, integrated national urban agenda that is plainly put out there and framed as such, this really seems to be the moment. Um, and so I look forward to seeing what national leaders step, step into that and meet that.
0: Hmm. Um, do you sense that there's big demand in places like Flint and Detroit, for these kinds of uh, these kinds of strategies to take to take hold, I mean, are, are people clamoring for this?
1: Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I think they they are and have been for a long time. I mean, that's one thing that's been kind of interesting to see is like in Michigan. I mean, we have been debating, you know, what is uh, if nothing else a city must do for a long time. <laughs> you know, because we have cities that have been. Um, that have, that have lost so much, you know, and like, and, and and so we have really had to grapple in very little literal terms with the, with the, with the bare minimum, you know, with austerity, with, we've done this in bankruptcy court. We've done this, you know, um, with, you know, communities dealing with emergency management. Um, we've, um, been grappling it with cities experiencing, um, other kinds of crises like, um, like the, like the, the, the dam failures that, um, reveal some infrastructure problems, environmental enforcement problems. Um, I mean, I think we, I think people have been, um, very alert to what, um, what, what is essential Mm. (laughs) even before this year has, uh, made it a national conversation. Um, and I would, I, that's, why I think it is meaningful to bring some of what's been learned from there, for better and worse, mm-hmm. um, into uh, in, into into the um, into the national political agenda.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, Anna Clark, Detroit-based freelance journalist. It is always great to have you here on Detroit Today. Thank you very much for coming
1: by. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, uh, that's going to do it for us today. I'll be back tomorrow. Hope you will, too. We're going to talk with Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson about how the state is getting ready for this unprecedented election in just one week. This is 1019 WDET, Detroit's NPR station, your connection to news, music and conversation. We'll talk more tomorrow.